Happy Saturday, Papua New Guinea. And look, it's a great Saturday afternoon, and I don't wish to bore you or take up your time when you could be resting, relaxing, thinking about issues that are more important than this particular rant. This is the continuation, the third and possibly last episode in regards to the Facebook saga that has consumed, I would say, about 60% of our time in Parliament so far. Okay, now... Most recently, the Minister for Communication and Energy, Sam Basil, declared that he would ban Facebook for about a month. Okay, he backtracked and said he never said that. Post Korea, the newspaper that reported him said, no, he did say that. You know, so we've got that happening. At the same time, he made a statement in regards to his intention to ban Facebook and why. And after that, there was an article written. That was put on Facebook, that was posted on Facebook by the member for Medang, uh, Brian Kramer, that basically called the decision made by the government to ban Facebook and other consequent decisions as a case of dumb decisions becoming dumber. Okay, now I stand the risk of myself being referred to the Parliamentary Privileges Committee, as was Brian Kramer yesterday. However... I feel that it's important to inform the people of this country what happened and the reasons why the, the opposition walked off in protest okay, at this referral. The, the member for Tewai CSE uh, uh, had, I, I forget his name, he had referred the matter to the Parliamentary Privileges Committee declaring that, you know, the, 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 the article by Brian Kramer whereby he said, did dumb just get dumber was an insult to, to leader for Pangu and member for Bulolo, Sam Basil, and that it was an abuse of parliamentary privilege and that Brian Kramer should be referred to the Parliamentary Privileges Committee. That matter was looked at or analyzed or reviewed by the Speaker, who then said in consultation with the parliamentary legal team and others, we don't know who, who then said there was sufficient evidence and he believed there was reason to have Brian Kramer referred to the Parliamentary Privileges Committee. Now, if, if, if they find Brian Kramer guilty, then he would be either fined 400 kina or serve a uh, custodial sentence of six months in prison. Okay, now... When this announcement was made, the opposition walked off. They walked off in protest because, first and foremost, the article did not, did not call Sam Basil dumb, becoming dumber. It was, an, it was about the decisions made, and it called those decisions stupid decisions or dumb decisions. That's what it called them, and that's Brian's explanation. And, and if anyone reads that article, that's what they would understand. Okay, so there's no need for the member for Bulolo to take offense at this. And if he takes offense at this, then he has the opportunity to take this to the civil courts. And he also has the opportunity to report this to the, to the, to the police or to NICTA, who can then enforce the newly passed legislation on, on abuse of Internet uh, and, and consequences that can you know, come about from that. <coughs> Excuse me. Anyhow. So he has those avenues available. This is not something that had happened in Parliament where parliamentary privilege should be brought into question. That's what the opposition believes. That's why we all walked out, because we felt this was an abusive process, this is, that this is unnecessary, that this matter has taken up too much of our time, that we should be discussing issues about you know, health and law and order and our education system and why our teachers aren't being paid and why are our aid posts closing down. And there are more important issues to discuss. 
than this this Facebook saga uh, or the, the you know about a few members of parliament being heard about being called names. You know we should be concerned about how our people are feeling, not about what we feel. Let let's let's talk about what they feel. That's why they elected us into parliament. They elected us into parliament so that we can represent them. They did not elect us into parliament to represent ourselves and be upset by things. Look, it comes with the territory. If you're a leader, you are going to be criticized. As I said before, there's always three groups of people. Those who love you, those who uh, no, don't really care about you, but they make the decision based on emotion and information they have at hand. And those who will always hate you. They're genetically structured, it seems, to hate you. You can't help that. And as you escalate in prominence and become more visible in society and in the community and put your hand up declaring yourself as, as a person who's willing to represent his people, then you're going to upset people with the decisions you make or with, with what you wear, where you go, who you talk to. That's just normal leadership, you know, situations that you will have to face. And you've got to grow a thick skin. You've got, to, you've got to rise above that. If you rise above that, then you're demonstrating leadership. If you cry about it and if you, you know, feel offended by it, then you're basically, you know, you're, you're demonstrating traits that indicate that you're not a leader or you're not behaving like a leader and you really need to take stock of what you're doing in parliament and so forth and henceforth. Now, you know, Facebook has been, uh, has been accused by members of parliament, especially government, who feel that they are suffering in silence. One member said this. Another member said that their fan club were being insulted and that their followers were upset. You know, I mean, we're not celebrities. We're there as government officials elected to protect the interests of our people and our country. And people are always going to criticize us. That's, that's what happens. You've got to stop worrying about what people think about you, and you've got to start thinking about what you need to do. All of us get criticized. I'm one who always gets criticized, and you know what? It upsets me, and it angers me, but hey, you know, I put my hand up, so I'm going to accept that. I'm going to just swallow my pride and just, just park my ego in the corner and just focus on what I need to do. And you know what? Sometimes that criticism is valid. Sometimes they do. Uh, they may say things that are hurtful and painful, but, you know, the truth might hurt sometimes, but you've got to rise above that. You've got to find a way to manage it. And I'm very, very, you know, aghast and disgusted that members of parliament are so concerned about how they're portrayed and, and being hurt, you know, about people calling them names. Look, our people are suffering out there. The economic downturn is taking away their businesses, their jobs, and they're suffering from lack of medication and medical services and, and a poor education system. Their teachers aren't being paid. Their children aren't going to school and getting the education they deserve and so forth and henceforth. That's what we ought to be concerned about. Not being hurt because someone calls us a name or we think they call us a name, as is the case in this instance. And that's the whole reason why the opposition walked off. We, we said, look, we have to do this to protest this, this, you know, this disgust that we feel that this matter, which is trivial, is taking too much of our time, that we have other important issues to discuss. And at the same time, we've sensed that this is a move to curb the, the opportunity and rights of our people to dissent. Okay, the government, through directly or indirectly, has already influenced or intimidated mainstream media. So mainstream media doesn't really report all the news that, that the people need to have. They get a lot of that on Facebook and other social media platforms. 
Facebook is the biggest. But they also use Facebook for their SMEs to market their small companies and businesses. They also use this to communicate. I've got people in Popandera who communicate with me using Messenger. I've got a young girl who's now been transported to the Popandera General Hospital whose only means of communication her family use is Messenger. And they communicate with a nurse that helped them. She's in Australia. And she was able to send me the details because of that communication. You know, you ban Facebook, you're going to have this, you're going to have a backlash. This is the only avenue available for people in many instances to be able to dissent, to vent, to express themselves, you know, to be critical. And that's a hallmark of democracy. Okay. Donald Trump, the world leader, he gets criticized regularly in, in, in so many terrible things are said about him. But you know what? Does he think about banning Facebook or go out there and complain about it other than say, you know what, that's fake news, fake profiles, and he says things about it, but he doesn't, he doesn't say he's going to take away the right of the people to criticize him. And that's what we got to look at. Now, we're supposed to be hosting APEC. How are the APEC nations going to feel about this? What are they going to feel about a nation that is now about to host APEC all of a sudden cutting down on social media and, and having a, a agenda that is going to be detrimental to trade and communication and other such interests, you know? How are they going to feel about that? What's the point? If we're going to be hosting APEC, Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation, and yet we're putting in place measures that are going to make it very difficult, for businesses, for small businesses to cooperate and to communicate and, you know, to interact and involve themselves in trade. It's very hypocritical. But most importantly, we think that the attack on democracy and the rights of our people to speak, to dissent, we think that these rights are being deliberately taken away piece by piece. We're moving fast towards a dictatorship. What alarms me is why is this happening? What's going on? Is this a destructive or and distraction uh, scenario created for a purpose? What is the government up to that they want us to be so distracted by this that they can quietly do whatever it is they want to do out there without question? You know, why are they suppressing this? Is it because there are a lot of deals that have been exposed on Facebook? There's a lot of corruption that's been exposed. People are being named. You know, documents are coming out and the people are seeing what's going on and they're, they're taking action and they're angry. Is this why? Are we trying to curb their opportunity to dissent? I'm not sure. Whatever it is, I don't think it's the right move. And I think we've got better things to discuss than, you know, than talk about our feelings being hurt. Okay? It's very selfish to think about it when our people are suffering. Let's rise above that. Let's practice leadership rather than dictatorship. This has been Gary Jufa. Thank you for listening. Wake up, PNG, and take your country back.